Hello, how are you? Thank you for coming. I'm Helen Perry, your host, and this is the Just Bloody Post-It podcast. And this is a post-it note, which is what I call my solo episodes, which I do when I have something to say to you. Or I'm a little disorganised about the guest lineup, which tends to happen when we are getting to the end of a series. Things start to unravel somewhat. We are where we are. And this post-it note comes to you for both reasons. I really do want to talk to you about the difference between being good and being known. I've been having incomplete thoughts about this year really. Let's try and put them together and make some sense of it. I pulled this note out of my phone from last month where I'd written it down. It says, how known you are has nothing to do with how good you are, how much you know, how valuable it is, how much you've studied and how much experience you've got. There are so many variables we cannot control when it comes to visibility, but you and your thing can be world-class excellent and not widely known known is nonsense often. Yet, I'm in the business of getting people known, which can be a worry. Why do we want to be known? More on that shortly. The bigger worry and the more important point of these thoughts is that we confuse being known for being good. We think that if we are good enough, then we'll be known. And if we're not good enough, that's why we're not known. Neither of which are true, of course. When you have something on your mind, you see examples of it everywhere, don't you? And right now, in this moment, I give you the actress, singer and musical theatre star, Hannah Waddingham, who at 48 years old is having her career moment, thanks to being just the best thing in Ted Lasso, the TV show. Have you watched it? It's pure joy. And subsequently, the best thing in everything she's in, including co-presenting the Eurovision Song Contest at the weekend. And everything in the Eurovision Song Contest, she set Twitter alike, rave reviews. Hannah Waddingham has been performing on stage and screen for decades. She has a four-octave singing vocal range and is fluent in French and Italian. She's always been remarkably, remarkably good. Set the rumour light wonderful. Yet until recently, she's not been widely known outside a relatively small corner of her industry. The truth is that we're all both special, really special and not that special at the same time. Like how many other exceptional performers are there who we don't know? Artists, builders, doctors and teachers whose names we do not know. For anyone doing a remarkable job, there are so many other people who do it equally well. Why not you? I always like that cliche. Clichés tend to have more than a grain of truth in them. Why not you? By the same token, there are, especially in the online space, a great number of people who are exceptionally good just at being known. And maybe that does or does not mean they're good. Let's look at Stephen Bartlett, the former CEO, founder of the social media marketing agency Social Chain. He's a TV presenter. He's the host of the Diary of a CEO podcast. I have no idea whether he's particularly good at business, the idea that underpins his brand. I don't know what the inside of his businesses look like, but he is exceptionally good at personal brand building, at expressing opinions that get him noticed, inviting controversial guests onto his show so he gets press and shares. He's good at relentlessly showing up and being bold and confident when he does. 
personal brand building is, it seems, what he is most good at. Wanting visibility is not bad. That's not what I'm saying. Just that he's probably not the best young entrepreneur in the UK at the moment. Just the most known one. I work with people who tend to have similar stories. They go like this. They're setting up a creative project. Perhaps it's a second career or a passion project. They work alone. They're building it from scratch. They're mostly women. They may have no work network whatsoever in the field they're starting out in. Maybe you hear yourself in this. It was me once. Sometimes they're pretty pissed off about the fact that they're not known in their field when other, frankly, less qualified people are. So they'd like recognition and opportunities that come with visibility like increased income, speaking gigs, book deals, mostly recognition. And if you don't get out there and stake your claim, sadly, especially for women and especially for women of a certain age, maybe no one will be noticing you otherwise. The world is still on the lookout for more Stephen Bartlett young things than Hannah Waddingham's, I fear. Is that changing, maybe? I hope so. I've desperately tried to find and could not find an article I read years ago featuring a quote from a tech CEO. He was trying to explain the popularity of social media back when old people didn't really get it. And he said something like, young people, children, enjoy the process of collecting followers and being seen and growing their accounts because it gives them status. And in a kid's life, you don't really have that. You're not top dog at home or at school. You haven't created your own space yet. You don't get heard always or make decisions. And when I read that at the time, it helped me understand why so many women of my age, especially when Instagram was more of a lifestyle platform, were drawn to audience building. It gave status where perhaps after years of feeling pretty invisible, they had none. So visibility for visibility's sake is nothing to be ashamed of. People have been mocked for it and mocked others for seeking it. But when you look at it like that, when you look at it as seeking status, it's easier to understand. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be seen. I enjoy it. But I'd also say, and I was talking about this yesterday with an upcoming podcast guest, a little bit of the gloss has come off the audience building business. I mean, being an influencer for a start, I don't know, it looks shit to me. It looks like a hustle. It looks like hard work and insecure income. People are knackered with it and are going back to work in regular jobs with regular hours and paid leave. And when I finish for the day, I'm finished vibes. It's easier because running your own business has always been hard and doing it on the internet does not make it any easier. You need to have a drive and a reason for doing it and a clarity about how it's going to be financially rewarding and a clear way to drive towards those results. It doesn't mean you have to know all that at the very beginning, but it needs to become clear before you run out of steam. And the audience in and of itself won't bring you much without bringing it back around, without what you're good at. That's the thing that continues to drive you and give you energy for the build of your business. So here's what I conclude about being good and being known. Know what you're good at and act like you're known. Decide to believe you're good at what you do. Just decide to believe it, especially when all the evidence suggests you are. And regardless of the size of your current audience, act like it's fucking massive because there's really no difference between you and any other person other than a bunch of numbers. Dress for the job you want and all that. 
This picks up quite nicely from the last post-it notes I shared. I'll link to it in the show notes. I'd been to an event and realised I could stand next to this person hosting the event who has more visibility and a, a bigger reputation than I do, which is well-deserved, I might add. But in that context of teaching marketing, I can match him and I have nothing to prove around the training I offer is good enough. It's as simple as that. So I sold my most recent course with that mindset in mind and it exceeded my sales targets. It didn't smash through them, but it exceeded them quite nicely without feeling, this is the best bit, without feeling like hard work or a burnouty kind of launch. It was just, here's the thing. This is what's involved. This is what you'll get. Would you like to buy it? And enough people did. Visibility can feel really good. It can be a lovely short-term hit. It can provide the work you want long-term and it can be knackering and not for you in the end. But you don't know unless you really give it some welly and allow yourself to be seen. Know you're good and act like you're known. Now, if that was helpful to you, share it with your friends on social media. It's great when the podcast gets more visibility. I love it. There are two or three more episodes left in this season of the Just Bloody Post-It podcast. I appreciate every single listen. Thank you so much. And I'll be back soon. Bye.